thank you so much for the Bible. Thanks that we just heard it read to us. And when we hear the Bible, we're hearing you, the God who made everything, speak to us. So thanks for speaking to us. Help us to understand your word now. Show us, Father, in this word what your plan for our lives is. And please um, help us to understand that, that we might live lives uh, that aren't wasted and that please you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I don't want you to answer this question, but if you had to change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Don't answer. Don't answer. But if you had to change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I reckon that most people aren't heaps entirely happy with themselves about how they are. And I reckon that's why um, when you want to put a selfie of yourself on Instagram, you take 10 and then you scroll through and you pick the best one. Uh, it's why we have so many TV shows about change. Um, biggest Loser, Changing Your Body, Bringing Sexy Back, even House Rules. That's about change. That's about not being happy with where things are at and so wanting to change. It's also why lots of people spend heaps of time at the gym or in front of the mirror at the beginning of the day. We're not happy with where we're at and so we, we try to change. We make plans to change. Now, last week, we saw that God has a plan to change the entire universe. Do you remember that? If you weren't with us, um, we saw in the Bible that God has this plan and all of history is heading towards this one thing, which is Jesus ruling over everything. That's God's big plan to change the universe, to make it like that. I've got it on the screen. And so, seeing as though we have it on the screen in a second. Seeing as though this is God's big plan for all of time to bring Jesus to rule over everything. We saw it in the Bible, it said to bring unity to all things on heaven and on earth under Christ. Seeing as though this is God's big plan, right? What's he doing now in the world? Well, right now, what he's doing in the world is he's bringing people to know Jesus. He's bringing people to know this king who will rule over everything so that they'll be with him forever. But tonight, what we get to ask is, what's happening now? What's happening in the middle for the people who've already come to know Jesus? What's happening for you? What's God's plan for you if you are a Christian and you already know Jesus and now you're just waiting until you're with Jesus forever and eternity? You're waiting to be in heaven, right? What's God's plan for you? Because have you, ever, have you ever wondered that if you're a Christian? Because, you know, you're thinking, okay, I'm right with God. I know that when I die, which might be, you know, 60 years time, ages away, when I die, I'll go to be with Jesus. But what's God's plan for me now? What's He got planned? Am I just meant to go on with my life doing whatever? Killing time, watching the clock tick by for the next 60 years until I go to be in heaven. What's God's plan for us until we go to be with Jesus in heaven? That's what we're going to find out tonight from the Bible. I think this is a really good thing to know. And so let's get into it. And here's the thing you've got to get, guys. God actually has a plan to change, not himself, but to change us. Jesus has a plan to change us. And here's the first big thing I want you to remember. Jesus wants to change his people. He wants, Jesus wants his people to be like Jesus. Have a look at verse 13. 
I trust you all got your Bibles open there. Saw a whole bunch of you guys running off. That was sick. Verse 13. You might see another way of saying this is Jesus wants his people to become mature. Verse 13. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Now, what does it mean to be mature? Which is what Jesus wants for us. Well, I'll tell you what it doesn't mean. Being mature doesn't mean becoming boring. Being like, oh, I don't like to have fun. I just like to drink tea and talk about poetry all day. That's not what being mature is. That's being called a weird British person. Um, (laughs) Being mature means basically, if I had to sum it up, right? Being mature basically means to be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. See the end of verse 13 there. It says, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. The mature person is the person who's like Christ, like Jesus, because Jesus is the perfect person, perfect in every way. And so being like Him is being the best that could be. And Jesus wants us to change, to become more like Him. Now, I want you guys to hear me on this. Um, God loves you exactly the way you are right now. He does want us to change, but the way you are right now, sitting in your seat, if you're a Christian, God 100% loves you, accepts you, cherishes you just how you are, because through Jesus, we are accepted no matter how bad we are. That's the message of the Bible. That's why the Bible's message is so beautiful. That's why the Bible's message is better than any message out there, because the message is, even though I'm broken, even though I am imperfect and and, and, and I am immature, and I do stuff up, God still loves me. That's the beautiful message of the Bible. Through Jesus, God loves us, even though we're immature. But God, like any good parent, they want, He wants the best for us, right? God, like a father, He wants us to become mature. Because none of us are perfect, and we've all got room to become more like Jesus. And so, let me try and break it down a little bit more for you. Being mature, it has to do with the, about how you think and the things you do. So the mature person, right, they think rightly about the world and then they act rightly because of the way they think about stuff. So let me give you an example. Um, have you ever been dacked before? I hope you haven't. I remember when I was in like uh, year four, it was like this crazy culture for a little while where everyone was just dacking one another. And I just remember being, like at lunchtime, being constantly aware that at any moment my pants could be pulled down and just being terrified. I'm pretty sure no one ever got me, which is heaps good. But when you're in year four, right, when someone gets dacked, that's really funny and you laugh. Now, you know why that is? It's because you're immature. It's because you're in year four. Now, you guys might be thinking, I find it pretty funny right now. Well, do you know why that is? I won't say it. Um... But when you, what happens when you grow up a bit, right, you think about people getting dacked differently. You see, when someone gets, imagine if someone dacked me right here, right now, right? In front of a hundred and something people, right? That would be terribly, terribly embarrassing for me and possibly emotionally scarring. And so um, I would be, you know, I would like forever be ashamed that you guys all saw me in my knickers. And so... Um, you, when you mature a bit, you go, man, if, if some kid in my year got dacked in front of our whole year, 
that sucks for that kid. That sucks. That's not funny. That's terrible for that guy. And so you think about it differently. And so you don't want to see people get dacked. And you don't want to laugh at people who get dacked. You think differently because you've matured. The mature person sees how things really are, not just some un, like innocent event. You see how things really are and then you act rightly. Does that make sense? Well, that's what God wants for us. He wants us to mature, to see how things are and to act rightly in His world. And have a look from verse 14, why God wants us to be mature, why He wants this to happen. Have a look, verse 13, 14. Then, that is, once we become mature, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Now, that was a mouthful, but what it's saying is if we're mature in our faith, right, we understand how things really are, then we won't be in spiritual danger, we won't be like little infants. No one wants to, you don't want to be a little infant. You, you can't protect yourself when, you, when you're an infant. He wants us to be mature so that if someone came along and started teaching you the wrong things about God, you'd be able to go, that guy's lying. That's not true. God's not like that. God's like this. I know that from the Bible. No thanks. I'm out of here. The mat- if you're mature... If someone came along and said, hey, you should get involved in this, this is heaps good, and they wanted you to sin in some way, you'd be able to go, wait a second, God doesn't actually want me to do that, so I'm not going to do that, no thank you. The mature person is able to spot how things really are and then live rightly, like Jesus would. And I'll tell you one of the really cool things about this, right, about God wanting us to mature. He wants it to happen together as a family. He wants us to mature together. So this is not just like, for God, God doesn't just want me over here to become more like Jesus and you over there to become more like Jesus. No, He wants us together, either youth, to become mature. Paul talks about, he kind of uses this funny language, but in this letter, Paul talks about Christians and Jesus' people as being the body of Jesus. I've got a little, I've got a picture. Um, and it talks about like Jesus is the head and we together, his people, are his body. Have a look in verse 15. It says, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Jesus wants his body, which is us, to mature together, to grow up, to be a big, strong man like this. It's kind of, now you're like, oh, I get it now. Now I get it. Um, this is what, oh, you take that away now. Thanks. This is what God is doing in his people now. While we wait for heaven, while we wait until Jesus is visibly ruling over all things, What God is doing in the lives of Christians is trying to make us mature, trying to make us more like Jesus. And so, a couple of practical things for you. Um, If to become like Jesus, sorry, to become like Jesus, this is really straightforward, all right, everybody? This is really straightforward. But to become like Jesus, you're going to need to know about Jesus, yeah? 
Now, are you ready for a really, really easy question? How are you going to find out about Jesus? Say it. it from the Bible, yeah. It's, it's in the Bible where we find out about Jesus because the Bible is Jesus speaking to us. And so to become like Jesus, we need to be in the Bible. And so I want to encourage you guys to keep plugging away. Use those daily reading notes. They're really helpful. I was talking to someone just before who was saying, Bible reading has been going good because I've been using daily reading notes. Really helpful. But do you ever find Bible reading a chore? Just a really hard thing to get to and you always forget about it. Let me, let me give you a tip to try and help you think about the Bible. When you come to the Bible, don't just do it because Dan said I should read the Bible, so I better read the Bible. Tick the box, I've done it today, I'm a good Christian. No, come to, there's no such thing as a good Christian. Come to the Bible intentionally wanting to find out about what Jesus is like. So open up the page going, what is this going to show me about Jesus and how am I different to what I see? How can I be more like what I see of Jesus? So there's a little tip for you. There's the first thing. Be in the Bible, guys. Don't get bored of the Bible. The Bible is Jesus, the God of the universe speaking. And here's the second thing. Being like Jesus means being on about what Jesus is on about, right? The things he likes, the things he dislikes, the things that he cares about. And there's two really big things that Jesus cares about in this world. It's people coming to know Jesus as their saviour and king, so they get to spend eternity with him. That's the first big thing Jesus is on about. And the second big thing is that when that's happened, they become more like him. And so do, what you can, do whatever you can do to see those things happen. Now, EV Grow, the thing we heard about earlier on in the video, EV Grow gives us a really good opportunity to be on about what Jesus is on about, to even give our money to seeing what He's on about happen, to see more people come here and hear about Him so they can be saved and so that we can keep coming and be matured, become more like Jesus. And you know, since we've had this property, right, since we've had these buildings and this land, every year, for like the last few years, a thousand teenagers have come through these doors at EVU. A thousand teenagers. How awesome is, is do we, what an opportunity do we have here for people to hear about Jesus and get to go to heaven. But in order for us to keep doing this, we, everything costs money and so if we want to see more people come to know Jesus, we're going to have to work to pay for that to happen. And so EV Grow is an awesome opportunity for us to be on about what Jesus is on about. And so if you would like to, be in, to give to that, then you'll be able to do that in your G teams. You'll be hearing about it there. All right. God is working now to mature His people, right? But how's He going to do it? How's God going to get us us bunch of people, how's he going to get us to be mature? Well, turn to the person next to you. That's how he's going to do it. Here's the second big thing I want you to see. Jesus, Jesus will mature his people through his people. Have a look at verse 11. So Christ gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people 
for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. To get Jesus' people mature, right? Jesus gives us this big long group of dudes that were listed in verse 11. He gives the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. And he gives this group of dudes who are kind of like the leaders of the church. He gives them, kind of like we saw in the video before, Andrew Hurd. He's our senior pastor. Jesus gives guys like Andrew Hurd to us so that we can become mature. God gives us a leader for our maturity. Jesus will mature his people through his people. And see, have a look at what, in verse 12, have a look at what these, this group of leaders do. Verse 12, he gives this group to equip his people for works of service. So the church leaders, they are there to equip us, to help us, to do service, to serve one another. So through those guys, through the leaders, we are now involved in serving so that we become mature. Jesus will mature his people through his people. And not only do these teachers help us to do service, but Jesus himself has personally gifted every single Christian to be able to serve. Have a look at verse 7. This is really cool. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives, and get this, and gave gifts to his people. Jesus gave each of us, each Christian, particular skills and abilities and passions, and we're meant to use those gifts so that together we become mature. Now, this is called ministry. It's where we serve one another. I help mature you, you help mature me, and together we're matured. Jesus will mature his people through his people. As we each do our bit, together we all become more like Jesus. Have a look in verse 16, right down the bottom of this chunk. From him, Jesus, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So we as a youth group, we are like a body, like a human body. Um, You're the hand, I'm the foot, Jude is the kneecap, Ricard's the kidneys. Um, And we all together, we work, right, as a human body works. Great. (laughs) Um, We work together to become more like Jesus. Jesus will mature his people through his people. And so, guys, your mission, your mission is each other, the person next to you. God's plan for us now is to be matured and he's going to use each of you to mature each of you. So turn and look at the person next to you again. Your mission is to see them become more like Jesus. Well, firstly, there's two, sorry, let me clarify. There's two parts to the mission, right? The first part is to see the person next to you become a Christian, have Jesus as their king, so they get to go to heaven. But part two of the mission is to see them become more and more like Jesus. And so that is what God is doing now. That's what he's doing in your life 
until you get to go to be with Jesus, if you're a Christian. That's his plan for us while we wait for heaven. There it is. And so I want to give you two ways, two ways that you can work at that. Work at seeing each other, in either youth, seeing each other become more like Jesus. Let me give you two practical ways. The first one, be committed to youth and to G-teams. You know, G-teams, they're all about helping each other grow. That's why they're called G-teams. You know that the G stands for growth? They're growth teams. And so, be committed to your G-team, to the, that group of people, to seeing each one of those people grow to be more like Jesus. And so, be there. Be committed so you can pray for them, so you can encourage them, so you can push them on to be more like Jesus, so you can love them. And if you're not in a G-team and you'd like to get in one, I'd encourage you to do that. You can tell a leader and they'll make it happen. There's the first thing. Be committed to youth and to G-teams. And here's the second one. Find out how you can use your time and your gifting and your abilities and your energy for the people of Jesus. Serve, if you're a Christian, serve here at EVU. Do ministry. The Year 9 boys... Just before, they're the ones who set up these chairs. Um, we've got people on, the, on slides and on sound. There's the guys in the band serving. And so as all of us do our little part, we together get to do this thing right now. We get to do youth. We get to sit on the Bible. We get to hang out as God's people and speak love to one another. We get to encourage one another and talk about Jesus. It's epic. With each of us doing our thing, we get to work at being more like Jesus. And so if you do want to serve as well, then you can just tell your leader and they'll, um, they'll talk to Britt Hayes and see if we can get stuff happening. Because Jesus, if He's going to mature His people, which He will, Jesus will mature His people through His people. Now I want to finish by telling you a story about a guy who He's one of you guys. He's, he's a year 12 in, in EV Youth. And I want, this is a guy named Mitch. And I want to tell you Mitch's story because I think it's really encouraging. And we get to see this, what we've just heard, in someone's life. So Mitch is a guy, some of you guys may have met him before. Mitch is a guy who didn't grow up in a Christian family. And he, when he was in year 9, lots of your age, he came along to EV Youth for the first time. And he came along through um, someone who was regular at EV Youth. They, they said, hey, you can come along with me. And so they came along. And uh, he came and he was one of those thousand people through the doors. But he enjoyed it. He, he really had a good time. The year nines, they worked really hard at welcoming him and helping him to have a good night on the night he came. And, um, in, in, you know, including him on the games and when they were hanging out. And so he had an awesome time and he felt loved and welcomed. He was like, this is a cool group of people. I'm coming back. And so he went home. He told his family, this is awesome. And his family were a little bit, a little bit freaked out. They were like, Whoa, I don't know, what's this religious thing you're going to? And said, I'll tell you what, Mitch, go back in a month's time. Just hold off for a month, then go. So Mitch waited. And then a month later, he went back and he loved it again. He loved it. He he, he listened to the Bible taught and he was like, I don't know anything about Jesus, who's this guy? But he kept listening and thinking about it. And a, almost a year later, when he was in year 10, February of 2012, Mitch understood that Jesus really is the King. He really is God. 
and he really is my only way to get to heaven. And so Mitch became a Christian. Mitch trusted in Jesus as his Lord and Savior, as his boss. And so now Mitch has been a Christian for almost, what's that? About two years, almost three years. Um, And so Mitch kept coming along. He kept learning more about Jesus as he kept hearing the Bible week by week. And he got into a G-team. And he loved G-teams. And so he kept going. He kept learning and encouraging others. And now here's the thing about Mitch, right? He's a really warm and welcoming guy. God has just gifted him. Jesus has gifted him with friendliness. And so Mitch was like, how can I use what I've got to serve this people? to see them grow to be more like Jesus. And so Mitch started being on the welcoming teams when you first rock up to you. And so he started doing that. And so he would be welcoming people. And now Mitch leads four welcoming teams with about 30 of you guys underneath him. And so God is using Mitch to now serve you guys so that you guys can become more like Jesus. And look at how much Jesus has changed Mitch in the short space of about three years, not even. He's, Jesus has taken him from a guy who didn't know anything about him and wasn't a Christian to now loving Jesus and serving his people. And Jesus is doing all he can to serve his king. And by Mitch and the others doing the welcoming ministry, Eva Youth is a more friendly and welcoming place. And they're helping us to be a people and a place of love, to set a culture of love so that we can all keep maturing and being more like Jesus. And that's what Jesus is on about. That's what Jesus is doing in us now. Before we go to be with Him, He's working to make us more like Him. And Jesus is going to do that through Mitch. And through us, through his teams, because Jesus will mature his people through his people. How about we pray? Father God, thank you so much that you are rescuing people. You're bringing people to know Jesus as King and Savior. And you're working in us now, before we get to heaven, to become more and more like Jesus. Thank you so much for showing us that, God. Thank you that Jesus uses us to mature each of us. Thank you that He has gifted us in a bunch of different ways so that we can serve you. And thanks that we can all be on about this one thing, seeing people rescued and become more and more like Jesus each week. Please do use us to see each of us become more like Jesus. And we pray that there would be heaps more stories like Mitch. Please keep bringing people to know Jesus so that they will be with him forever in heaven. We pray in Jesus.